Discord. What up, team? Welcome to the ADAPT session with Joe and Mondo, where we have intrinsic convos on exercise, mindset, and life's ever-changing experiences. Today, you guys have come into the mentorship series. This is going to be episode one of the series, and we're just going to get right into it. So, Mondo, my question for you, brother, is how did you get introduced to the fitness world, and who played an early role in those stages of development? So before I answer that question, let me just say, man, aren't you excited about this series? This is actually I'm excited about it, bro. I'm excited. I, I want to get right into it. We got a special guest coming a little bit later, so I can't wait, man. So here we go. Um, as far as, well, I mean, a lot of you guys know us from body mechanics. So I mean, when you think of body mechanics, Castro Valley, there's only one person that you really think of when it comes to that, right? What's his name again? You know his name. Marlon, or is he calling himself Giovanni now? I call him Gio, but everybody else knows him as Marlon. Everybody calls him Marlon. You guys know I'm Marlon Gomez. He's my, for those who don't know, he's my older brother. And uh, we're 20 years apart. And that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a trip. Yeah, so my, my mom decided to have the three of us 10 years apart. So my brother was born in the 70s. My sister was born in the 80s. And I was born in the 90s. Sounds like she was trying to make sure she had everything together before the next one came, you know? Yeah, either that or I have her uh, babysitters right there. <laughs> whichever works huh? 10 years whichever old works, whichever works but but as far as uh my introduction to fitness i mean it was him and he's been training probably as long as i've been alive man and i'm about to turn 30 years old so my first real memory of the gym though because he was work because he was working over at the 24-hour fitness over here in daily city for, how, how old was he when you first started working there? When my brother started working there? Mm -hmm. I want to say he was 26, 27. Okay. And uh, how old were you at the time? You said he's 10 years older than you, right? So you were what? Like, oh, he's 20 years older than me. 20? Oh, so you, so, oh, so, you were, so you were a kid. I'm sorry. Yeah, 20. So you were a kid. I was little, man. I was six years old, man. Five, six years old. That's, your, that's when you first got introduced, huh? I first got introduced because he would because he and, and I will never forget the quote because he would tell it to me in, in years passing and ever since then and only good things happen in the gym okay only good things happen in the gym but the funniest story about it is uh I practically lived in the kids club man over there at 24 hour fitness so my niece and nephew if you bring up the kids club at 24 they, they'll they'll tell you the same thing they pre we pretty much live there so my first memory is he would take me to the gym and he would walk me over to the kids club and he would tell me only good things happen to the gym. Only good things happen in the gym. Then he'd drop me off in the kids club and then I'd see him three hours later. Oh well, man, the man was working, right? Oh, he was, he was doing, he was putting in some work. Actually, there's, when we bring him on, we'll, we'll tell a story of an incident that he had while, <laughs> while um, I was in the kids club and he was working out and, Let's just put it this way. He got a little too into his workout. Ah, uh, he forgot you were there. <laughs> um, I heard about it. Um, well, I'm not going to give any like bits of like what happened. All I remember was that he walked in. He said, Armando, let's go. Let's go. He got me out of it. <laughs> we, he literally like it, it was so fast that 
he practically threw me on his shoulder and ran out. Oh, wow. Okay. So. He must have had your mom hitting him up or something. He wasn't arrested or anything like that. It was just. So before anyone thinks about that, it wasn't arrested or anything like that. Was just, we'll let him tell that story when he gets on, right? We'll let him tell that story. Okay. Yeah, he was the one that got me introduced. He was the, uh, and I think my nephew would agree with this. From the time we were little kids, man, he was pretty much grooming us to eventually be trainers or to very least be in the field. Okay, so in, in his mind, I mean, again, we could ask him when he comes on, but from what you could tell in his mind, he was already like, I want you guys to be to come into this into this industry. Yes, yeah, I think your career. Okay, you wanted to set those wheels in motion. And, um, for the longest time, I was trying to find my own thing. I kind of, I guess, I was a teenager rebel. You knew me back then. I was not exactly. Uh, if you told me go right, I go left, or didn't really care. I think I most teenagers to, would do that. I tried to be cool or anything like that, but it was just one of those. Yeah, you know. And he would, uh, but yeah, he, he became my mentor for, he was my, my first mentor. He'll, so he played a big part in my younger years as, as a kid. And he came back into it again later on. Well, he was always there, but he figured more prominently later on too. Hmm, okay. You got a specific story? Because um, I'm sure that you can see that he was grooming you uh, in hindsight now looking back, right? But at that time, you got any specific story or stories of him kind of helping you go into that direction? Um, as a kid, I mean. If you don't remember, it's okay. We could jump to the next one. I don't know if I could give you one as a kid, but I can. I'll get into one later on when we're talking about when we get into the college part, because that's one that's specific. But actually, no, there is one for when I was a kid. Um, I remember when I was hoping to play football, one of the things that he was trying to tell me is, it's not an overnight thing. And I was like maybe 12, 13 at the time. It's not an overnight thing. Do not think that just because you did one little exercise for 15 minutes today that you're going to be all of a sudden jacked and have a six-pack tomorrow. Hmm. He goes, it's, a, it's literally a process and you got to enjoy the process. So that, that would be my first one where he was trying to tell me, he's like, you see, when I go out there and I lift, I may look angry, but I really do enjoy what I do. So yeah, that was, that was one of the first, that, that's one that stuck with me. Because I was in middle school at the time and he was just telling, because I was just looking at the destination. I wasn't looking at, the journey. <clears throat> I was just looking at the uh, end product. I wasn't looking at the fact that you have to literally put in your time. And that was a big, that was a big one for, for me. Oh, he was teaching you consistency. Okay. And I was, yeah, that was around, that was in middle school. So I was about 12, 13 at the time. And that's one that still sticks with me to this day. So you were asking me at first, I, I was thinking about a different story, but then uh-huh. back on it, yeah, that was a major one that, be consistent with it. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. Okay. Do you feel like you enjoy the journey and the process now? Absolutely. Okay. Just from from that lesson? Um, I don't know if it was from that lesson. I think it all goes back to that lesson, but it didn't really sink in with me until I came back to the gym. So for those who don't know, um, when I was 19, 20 years old, 
I was 19 going on 20. I had a foot injury where I, where I, where I broke my, uh, I broke my fifth metatarsal. And um, I left the gym for like two years. So my brother, and I never really, and I, I enjoyed the gym, but I wasn't taking it as serious as I should have. And so for two years, I was away from the gym. I got really, uh, I really had a sedentary lifestyle. And it wasn't, it wasn't the most fun. So, and, I, and, and you can write this down. I think it was May 19th, 2012. Oh, you remember this exact date. Okay. <laughs> you know why? Why? It was the day that I literally called Giovanni out of nowhere at 9 p.m., middle of the week. And I said, Gio, is it okay if I go to the gym tomorrow? Yes. And I've been back there ever since. Okay. All right. I, I bet you he, he was going to have you back. He was pretty, probably really glad. He was. He was, he was happy to have me there. But what I don't think he expected was to see how in bad shape I was in. And just like how much I let myself go. So it took me a couple of, like, I wanted like so badly to work out with him, right? But he's like, no, you're not going to do that right now because you're not going to keep up. Bro, I kid you not. No weights on the barbell. I couldn't even deadlift that. You haven't worked out for two years, you said, right? So it makes sense. I'm, it's not a surprise. I remember telling myself that day. The reason why I remember that day is because I put it on my calendar for, for the iPhone at the time. So I put this as the day, I, I put it down as a significant day. So that's the reason why I remember it too. Because I promised myself that day, I was like, I'm never going to let myself uh, get away from the gym like this again. I guess that'll bring me into, you know, the next thing I wanted to ask you. Um, I think you've already answered the question. Um, it was going to be, when did you realize this was the path that you wanted to take? for your career was it then when you first got back or was that just more of a personal thing as in i'm gonna not let myself get out of shape again it was definitely that summer because well i don't know if I was, it was that summer i think it was more the previous fall because i took a anatomy class that previous fall and i was like man the body is incredible and i was really impressed by it and i started having so I started, and, and that was when I really started thinking about, you know, switching majors. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should just change my, 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 uh, my path and like really go for it, go for this instead, go for kinesiology. So it initially started with you wanting to get back in the gym to get in shape. You call up Gio. He's like, yeah, come on in, bro. You go in, you're kind of pretty much surprised at how much out of shape you've gotten. Right. So you start to progressively work your way back that summer you taking the anatomy class and that's when you're like i'm gonna switch my major that's when you decided that that's when i decided yeah so that so that summer i was like you know what i'm gonna switch majors um what was what was your major if you don't uh mind me asking before that so originally i was undeclared for the first two years and then i became a psychology major i had the idea of becoming a clinical psychologist okay i remember that so um I, the funny thing was, I was like, I can't imagine myself in an office. Like, I started thinking about it. I was like, I can't be in an office. Especially the more I was at the gym, I was like, I can't be in an office. So then my sister was like, um, you know, you make a good physical therapist or 
working in that field. So she kind of put a little bit of an idea in your head too. I did too because at first when I when I really decided to do the major switch, she was the one that like and speaking of mentors, and my sister is probably number one right there too because she was the one that went through all of this before me and she was the one that was like she would push me to my to my maximum too when you when you say she's the one who went through all of this before you what are you referring to is she a trainer too no not training i'm talking about the higher education she's a lawyer now so okay. so she was the one that i knew that but everybody else doesn't know everybody that. didn't know that so for, for those who don't know she, she she's she's very smart and so she would so when I started bringing it up to her, she's like, okay, because honestly, she didn't, she didn't think it was worth it going for psychology because honestly, it is harder to find a, a career in that field, if, especially if you don't have a master's or a doctorate. Mm -hmm. So the more I thought about it, I was like, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to do psychology. So um, that became a realistic uh, possibility, kinesiology. So then I go to my counselor. And I say, hey, because um, that was the semester that I was going to transfer to. I was transferring out of junior college to the university. Oh, to go to state, SF State. I was a state college at the time. Okay. Way, SFSU, baby. Gators. Yep. But we were, um, we were discussing, and she's like, and at first she was looking at me, she's like, you're about to graduate. <laughs> He's like, you're about to, you're literally, like, once you transfer over there, you're literally going to be less than 20 units away from graduation. You really going to do that? And I said, yeah, I want to, because it's not going to, just because I'm close to graduation, it's not going to be worth it. Hmm. So there were people that were on my side, and there were some people that were, like, questioning why I would do it. Um, my brother was supportive of me. He wanted me to, because... Um, he knew I wanted to be in the field and he was really, he, so by then he was, he was like, you know what, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do kinesiology. You do what you need to do. You set your own path. So right now, currently, sorry to interrupt. Uh -huh. Geo was a big part in pushing you towards this field. And then you made the, you made the uh, commitment to do it. Yes. And then your sister, Anna was helping you get through college, right? Yep. And she was the one that she, but she wanted to make sure that I had a plan to do it. Mm -hmm. so she's like are you what are you so what are you going to do in this situation are you going to have are you just do like she didn't want me to just switch just because just to switch she wanted to make sure that i was committed to it and i'm actually really high, grateful for that because um especially because it took me three years to get into kinesiology it took you three years to get in to the program oh i didn't know that dude it was because SS State, um, it was impacted. So impaction in SS State means that they only have a small amount of uh, space for certain students. Uh -huh. I think in total, I think it was like around 2,000 students in the major. That's really small. For, for that particular department, kinesiology. Yeah. Okay. So I, um, I had some heartbreak for about three years, man. What were you doing in those three years, bro? Were you kind of like in limbo? I, I don't even remember this part. Limbo, that's another way to put it. Another way I called it, I called it um, university purgatory. <laughs> I was going nowhere. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I started making, um, so I transferred out of the universe, out of a junior college and 
truth be told, I'd, I'd still say that my last semester on a, in junior college was probably my hardest, most stressful. Uh-huh. Because there were things out of my control and I wasn't supposed to tra- and I wasn't supposed to transfer when I did. I was supposed to transfer the following year. Also, so you transferred a little bit early. And it was out of and it was out of um, how'd you pull that off? So <laughs> so my counselor, Dr. E. She uh, I, I got I grew close to her enough to where she had my number. Now, this this counselor, yeah. so you got two mentors already. Lucky you, man. A lot of people have a hard time finding one. You got your older bro, your older sister. Was this counselor another mentor of yours, would you say, or no? I would say um, to a degree, yeah, but I think once I left, left that school, she wasn't keeping up with me anymore. Okay. So it was kind of, it was kind of for that period in time. So I don't think I don't know if I would call her a mentor just because of the fact that she didn't really stick with it. Good person, but but maybe not necessarily a mentor. She had a lot of other uh, you know students to worry about. Exactly. Yeah, makes sense. I will always for, be grateful for this because it created a. So for those who don't know, City College of San Francisco in 20, 2012, 2013, 2011, they were battling serious accreditation issues, hmm. and. For those who were taking and the accreditation issues, like when they lost that accreditation, they could have closed down. So my last semester was spring 2013. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of um, rumor and innuendo that that was gonna be the last semester that they were gonna close down. And for the for a while it did close down. Supposedly the 2013-14 school year was canceled. So That's before so before it became all public, uh-huh. I get a call out of nowhere from her. She says, Armando, I know you had a I know we scheduled out your and we registered for your classes, but you're gonna have to change your schedule. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're gonna have to add some more units and for those who um, for those in the college scene, the, some of the rules that they'll tell you, never take a math and a science class together in the semester. And if you can, avoid taking English and uh, math in the same semester too. Because hmm. they take so much time. So I'm taking 16 units. 16, 17 units. I think, no, 17 units. I'm taking statistics. I'm taking university level composition. I'm taking speech and I'm doing human biology all in the same semester. So sounds like a lot of work already. Huh? That sounds like a lot of work already. Like I honestly, like just bringing up that semester is making me want to cry again because I was that was so bad. Don't worry, bro. That was seven years ago. You good. I know, man. It doesn't seem like that long ago. But it was um it, like it came out of nowhere. She's like, get into the class. Get like do it because there's no guarantee the summer is not going to happen and it's looking like fall and next spring is not going to happen either so i got out of the woodwork and i was able to get into university but i couldn't get into kinesiology so the 13 14 school year for the most part was just garbage time but i was still able to do some prereqs in that time so i wasn't totally 
Did you need those prereqs or did you just kind of like have to take them over to buy time? It was, it was needed. So okay. yeah, it was needed. Okay. So then, so that seems it. like valuable time. It was worth it. It was worth yeah. it. It was definitely something that I needed. And, uh, but that, that fall of, uh, so summer 2014, after years of trying to get into one lousy kinesiology class, I finally got into it and it was a major prereq. So, I got into that summer class. I didn't miss anything. I, I did everything. But one of the things that my, my counselor told me before I left uh, City College, he said, Armando, when you, get, when you get into your major, find yourself a mentor in the major. If, they, if you find someone that's done at least half or maybe partially what you've done or what you, what you, or what you hope to do, then, you, then, then take them as a then, then adopt them as a mentor. Good advice. Did you start looking for one at, at, at a state? I did. And it was funny because for a while I was like, okay, that, that's not going to be a mentor. This is going to be a mentor. And, and if you talk to some of my friends, there's, there's a, there, there were some teachers over in, in the uh, kinesiology department. As much as I love it, there were some teachers there that were very full of themselves and they would not, if they met you right now, they wouldn't even tell you how to just start talking about their, their, uh, their, uh, their uh, accolades. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, well, who did you find that kind of, that basically fits the characteristics that you were looking for that you, just like your uh, counselor said, someone that you looked up to that you admired that you hope to be where they're currently at one day. So was forward. Okay. Fast all, forward. How long? All 2014. So a year. About, about two years. Okay. And um, I'm taking this other kinesiology course that I was happy to get into that was mostly used, for the most part, it was used just for like general ed classes for people that weren't part of the major. And uh, it was originally supposed to be a different teacher who I took later on. She was, she was cool too, but when I walk in, all of a sudden, here comes this guy, about maybe six feet tall, jacked, and he comes in with a really nice suit. But you can tell that he's jacked under because when he lifts his arms, like his suit moves with him. And his, <laughs> you can see like his arms through his, uh, his sleeves. Sounds like you had a little bromance, bro. Dude, he, I'm, I'm looking at him, like, okay, he's like, this dude, this dude lifts. I was like, okay, this dude lifts. He starts talking about his his accolades he starts talking but he has this but he sounds educated well spoken well spoken and it was kind of like and he started saying things that everything that i wanted to do or hope to do in the field he's done it or he's going to do right now by the way and we're, we're about to get to a shout out for him in a little bit so his name was mark lasota mark lasota yes and he he starts so he's giving a background on himself. Former football player in college. What position? I don't remember. I'm sorry. You remember? Bro, he's your mentor. You gotta know. Dude, there's other things that he taught me, bro. He taught me so many things that I forgot some of them. Well, let's go into the things that you remember. So right now he's so he's talking about former football, uh, former football player in college, got my masters, do kinesiology. And then he goes, personal trainer. 
So I'm like, okay. So then we start, so he's like, any questions? So I ask him immediately, what gyms did you work at? He's like, and then he starts breaking down everything. Well, I did work at the 24s. I did work at Bally Total Fitness, but I've also run my own personal training studio as well. And so in Southern California, I was like, holy shit. This dude is, I think I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. And because sometimes when they're teaching you, they, they, they appear nice. But then when you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, they're, they're jackasses. This dude was completely awesome. He was all cool? He was always cool. So he always, he's like, you can call me Mark. You can call me Mr. Lasota. You can call me Coach Lasota. So ever since I've been calling him Coach Lasota. That's your coach. I see you. Congratulations, by the way, to Coach Lasota, who's become Dr. Coach. Oh, He's got his PhD. So salute to you, Dr. Lasota. And he became my mentor, man. And it didn't become, and I was like, and I would talk to him about that. And he comes in, he's like, and he found, and he found out that I wasn't in the major. And he started saying, he's like, oh, you're not in the major. He's like, you know, the way that you, that you come and, you, and you're dedicated to this class, I would feel that you were, you were in the major. Hold up. So, so you hadn't transferred over to kinesiology at this point yet? Nope. I wasn't. Oh, yet. oh yeah, because you couldn't get your classes. I couldn't get the classes, and so I wasn't in the major yet. There was two prereqs that, that you had to get that were, that were mandatory. Where it was the introduction to kinesiology, Kin 250. Okay. And the GUAR. Three Kin 330. GUAR. G-W-A-R. What, what, what is that? If we, if we can kind of go off a little bit, venture into that for a second. GUAR is this thing at SS State. So after you finish all the English courses, you have to do an English course that's based on your major. And that's what it was. Oh, okay. Okay. It's the graduate writing equivalent or something like that. And I couldn't get into that class. That class was, man, you want to talk about exclusive, man. That, I tried getting into that class for at least two years, but they were so strict because of the impaction that they only had like 20 spaces in the class. So if you, were, if you couldn't get into the class, if you didn't have the prereqs for it, you weren't getting in. So I got lucky with him because I already established a relationship by the, the following semester when I finally did get into it. That he was like, when he got a new section open, he said, Armando, a new section is open. Come in, come into the class right away and I'll give you like the first, path, first code. Mm. He had you, bro. He really wanted you in his classes. And he had me and he's, he noticed that I was going for it. And he noticed that I had that that I was chasing it, but he held me, he held me to such a, such a different standard. Not to say that he favored me over other, other students, right? But he, he did not let me rest on my laurels. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example of this. So we, get into, we did this, and I'll never forget the project. It was Professional Development Pack. And I got a 78 on it. I wasn't particularly happy about it, but I was like, you know what? Okay, I got a 78. At least I passed. It's a C. It's, it's, uh, and then I'm in the, he calls into the office. Where I'm, I'm, I'm with him in the office a lot too, right? Just like picking his brain, talking about things. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I wanted to talk to you about the, lab, the professional development package. And I was like, yeah, I got a 78. I was like, well, you know, it's pretty good, I guess. And he was like, and 
I could tell that that didn't sit well with him. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. But <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty good. But are you pretty good? Are you average? This is because usually with the way that the grading is going, usually the way that the, grade, the, the grading scale goes, C is average. And you're in the 70s, man. That's a C. Are you average? Or are you pretty good? So that was a trick question. So my dumbass says, oh, well, I guess I'm pretty good. And he's like, no, you're great. The fact that you're satisfied with this, you should be embarrassed about it. That's dope. He's trying to push you. He's like, don't be, he's like, go the extra mile, man. It's like, where's that fire? You, you couldn't, that's why you couldn't get into the program all these years. You need that passion, son. Wow. You're like when, and he's because I here's the thing at that point I had already got, I got accepted into the uh, program, so I because I already shared it with him. He's like, so what? All of a sudden, now that you're in the program, now you're going to take it easy? No, man. This is when you this is when you the fire is lit under you. This is when you step up. Getting to the top is one thing, but staying at the top is harder. So what'd you do, bro? What was your next move? I, I, move. Spill the beans. So uh, the next assignment, I ended up pulling up a, a, a 92 on the assignment. Oh, okay. He was like, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. He was, he would always put up these um, um, inspirational quotes, right? And in some cases, it, come, it comes off as like cheesy or, or corny. But the one that he would always tell me from the start, be comfortable being uncomfortable. And he said, if you want to push yourself to a different level, if you want to get better, be comfortable being uncomfortable because in order to get to that next level, you're going to have to be, you're going to be in uncomfortable situations. And I didn't understand it as, I thought I understood it in the beginning, but the more, the years that have passed since, and it's been five years now, five, six years, mm-hmm. I have understood it more and more, especially when I became a trainer. Because he was, and, and to all my clients and all the people that have worked with me, if you guys are wondering how I learned to stretch it, how I learned all of these methods, he's the one that was behind it. So yes, Marlon played a big part in it, and he and he's and he's part of, he's been in the mix. But as far as the scientific and the the kinesiology portion, that's all Doctor. That's all Coach Lasota right there. Shout out, Coach Lasota. He's the man, he, Dr. Lasota, man. I'm, I'm, he, 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 after, after he came into the picture, everything became crystal clear. I had like, I had a, I had a destination. There was a light at the end of the tunnel and I was able to get, I was able to, uh, to maintain focus and I knew where I was headed. However, the downside was about a year after he, uh, so 20, so we're in 2015 right now. So next spring, 2016, he calls into the office and he says, well, I got an announcement to make in the class, but I wanted to call you into, the, into my office first. Armando, this is my last semester here. Were you sad, bro? Fuck yeah, I was sad, dude. Like, <laughs> it was like, shit, it's like I, I just lost my mentor. Because it was a big one because he was the one that was also advising me. So it was a big hit. Advising you with uh, with your college courses? Yeah. Okay. 
he was the one that was so he was the one that was like he was keeping me straight he like when i would when i would and, and they start and honestly <clears throat> after he left me i kind of tailed off a little bit in, in, to a degree because i should have graduated 2018 but because i rested in my laurels and then when he he called me up one day or he and sent me messages and he's like i thought you were graduating this year and he started we started talking and He's like, man, what? Like, why would you allow yourself to fall like that? I'm not the one that's doing the work. You are. This is your destiny. There you go. Don't Put be. Don't, he's like, don't be held down by this, man. What is it that I tell you all the time? The 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 comeback is greater than the setback. So. Hold up. What? Were you were you just kind of like I guess you could say for lack of a better term kind of falling off because you were a little let's say depressed maybe sad because your mentor was gone. Um, what was going on? What was going on there before we move forward? I think maybe there was part of that, but at the same time, because I finished all his classes. Okay. A big one also. I just got complacent because I knew the end was near. All right. Take my take my my feet off the uh, pedals. Yeah, yeah, that happens. I forgot to bring it out here. Maybe I can go grab it. Go grab it, bro. All right. Give me a moment. Yeah, yeah. You good. I'm sure everybody want to get, like, I don't know, some popcorn if you don't already have it. Be straight. Go get some water or something. Go pee. Or you could just put it on pause. Whatever you want to do. This guy must live in a mansion, huh? He's like going through every room looking for whatever he's looking for. No, nah, I didn't go that far, bro. <laughs> I'm like, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, dark in here, huh? A little bit, yeah. But it's good, though. They can hear your voice. All right, so now. So what you, what you going to show off? So I brought my cat from the uh, graduation. So I just told you the quote. Yep. He's always stronger than the setback. He would always say that to me along with be comfortable, be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So when I walk the stage, I put that on my cap. Oh, that's what's up. I don't remember that being on there. It was right there, man. It was. It, it's probably because I'm not tall enough to see above your head. So my head is pretty big, man. There's a lot of room to cover. Yeah, I didn't want to say that on camera, though. Sorry. Well, I did. So it's okay. Yeah, you, you did. Not me. <laughs> But yeah, I put that on there because it was, I remembered that because, <coughs> excuse me, huh? 20, 2018, like, I was like, dang, I should have, I should have finished this. But he would, he would tell me that because he reminded me, he's like, the comeback is always greater than the setback. He just put you back on the right path, bro. That's it. On the right path. And from then on, because. It, it was crazy, man. I, the, those semesters were kind of rough. And then once he got me on the, once he, I, I got those messages from him, he put me back in place, and I was off and running after that. And look, look and look at you now. You've graduated. Okay, you graduated last year, and you got your you got your first trainer certification al along with your kinesiology degree. Now you're training. 
How's, how's that feel to, to now be a trainer? It feels awesome, man. I'm not going to lie. There's a, I'm actually really grateful for my experience as a, as a college student, because there's a lot of things that I take that I take from university and what I did there. I take it with me in, in my profession every day too. Okay. Well, with that being said, now that you're a trainer and you're not, you know, on the, on the back end, in the background, you know, you, you'd come in, you'd, you'd make all the juice for us and for the clients, you'd clean the gym. Now you're not doing that. You're actually training people. How does it, how does it feel to actually be a trainer? And is it, would you say everything you expected it to be? Well, honestly, it's better, man. It's better than what you expected. It is, man, because one of the things that I, I was um, lucky to do in my last two years in, at school, I was able to become a role, um, take the role of a mentor. There's some, there's some students that I'm mentoring. Some of them might be watching this, and I'm shouting you guys out. But it's another thing to, to be in that role, and then some of them looked at me for fitness advice, and some of them are if you can just like help somebody man i think that's one of the best things ever like you just like leave an impact so so these are what would you say freshmen sophomores at the university that you're helping out anywhere from freshmen to seniors all from okay so there's a lot of them there's some that are graduating this year um, a lot of them how, how how many people you mentor in mondo that's what's up i didn't know that i lost i lost count man um, but honestly, man, I, I, my heart goes out to you guys that are graduating this year because this, um, this pandemic has kind of inter interfered with your, uh, celebration. Mm, I feel that. Yeah. It's not quite the same experience that you had last year. Brandon, they're going to follow us up. I mean, we we're pretty lit last year. <laughs> that was the reason why you guys had to have the, uh, the ceremony in daytime this year originally. I don't, I don't even know how you walked up onto the stage at your graduation, bro. <laughs> adrenaline, baby. But you made it happen. It was, it, it, and it was a good time, man. It was... The best thing I can say about this, because honestly, man, the, the major switch was one of the, the biggest gamble... No, the biggest gamble I've ever made. So for people who are watching this, I just want to say, look, the only person that's going to benefit from the fruits of your label is yourself. The fruits of labor from all of this work is going to be just, it's going to be celebrated by you. You guys are going to be the only ones that really know what you put into it. So people are going to have their opinions on oh, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? Follow your path. But when, but follow your passions though, you know, like don't be, don't settle. Do not settle. I could have settled. I could have been like, I'm almost there. I'm going to stick with psychology. No. Best thing I ever did was switch. Because honestly, it helps me stand out in a gym that has everyone that stands out. We all have our own niche. We all have our own, our own um, expertise. And I bring a different, I bring my own flavor into it, if you want to call it that. There you go. We'll call it that. I'm with it. Your own sauce. Sauce. Your own sauce, baby. Right. There you go, Mondo. All right, bro. I mean, it sounds like your mentors, 
they really were your mentors. They didn't just give you, you know, uh, your, your coach in college, your college mentor did give you a little phrase that kind of lit a fire under your ass, you know, got yeah. you going. Right? And he was instrumental, man. There's no way that, there's no way that this happens without him because, and, and that's another thing. Like he would, one of the things, remember like how we start asking clients when we do consultations, what injuries have you had in your life? Yeah. Doesn't matter how young you were. He was the one, he was one of the major people that was telling me about that. He was like, it doesn't matter how long ago they were hurt because it's going to change the way they move. Regardless. So he, I learned that from him. He was, he had, I had some great professors over there, man. And he was the, the major one. But then there was also Dr. Moon who taught me how to do a lot of the stretches that I do on some of my own clients. And, and then there was Dr. Uh, Dr. Boyd, who taught me a lot about sports psychology, and I still talk to them too. So the people that go to SS State or part of the kinesiology program, they know, they know who I'm talking about. That's what's up, Mondo. Not it. They really, uh, they really set you up, man, on a good path in college. Get you finishing your academics. You got to graduation. Now you have this knowledge and experience from college that you're gonna bring into the field that you've already brought into the field. You got your brother who's been supporting you ever since you wanted to come back in the gym. And now he's, he's you know, essentially all of our bosses. He's uh, pretty much everybody's mentor there. We'll, we'll get to that on, a, on another episode. He's been a big part of my life as well, um, as far as this career path. And then you got your sister, who's always supported you financially, who's always supported you mentally, emotionally when you need it. Bro, you, you got, you got a, a handful of mentors over there and now you're mentoring a bunch of a bunch of students at SF State too so now you're you know help, helping the people that are that are uh, you know coming after you that's yeah. awesome bro and it's just one of those things where like you really think about you don't really think about mentoring other people when you're when you're younger but it's one of the best experiences that you that you can have because it, like it really shows you it's like hey someone looks up to me like, I remember when when uh, everyone started getting winded when I was graduating last year um, one of our client's daughters came up to me and she says, I look up to you. You're about to finish college. And that, who was that, bro? Jada. Oh, Jada. that's awesome. She's like, I'm going to be daughter. Okay. That's what's up. Shout out to Tracy, Jada, and the whole fam. Shout out to all of you guys. I was like, man, that is, that, that got me. I was like, wow. Like, this is going to be a big thing that we're doing. And by the way, speaking of my sister, She's on the side. Hey, Anna. Hey. What up, Anna? Show. Her first appearance off screen on the uh, on the adapt session. Well, her voice. I wouldn't say she appeared. Her voice. Her voice yeah. That's what's up, bro. That's that, that's dope, bro. That's that was an awesome little story from the beginning years, going to the kids club with your bro at 24 to graduation day and all those experiences there. We'll, get to, we'll, we'll tell some more stories from college later on. But okay. Pretty, pretty humorous or pretty uh, different. But, we, but yeah, he told me a lot, man. And he had this, uh, he had this uh, youth camp that he did for the summer. And he originally he offered me a spot to be one of the, uh, one of the uh, counselors, camp counselors. But I didn't take his offer but I still volunteered and I still got some hours out of it 
Why, why didn't you? Okay, so, so you volunteered. It was wow. And, and the, uh, the, the tuition for the summer was they weren't going to cover it. Why, why didn't you take his initial offer and, and instead of just volunteering afterwards? Because if I volunteered, then I wouldn't get charged for the, uh, for the school tuition. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, baby saving some dough. Yeah, it was <laughs> charged me a ridiculous amount of money. I, I, I remember showing it to my sister and she's like, she's like, nah, bro, you tripping. Oh yeah, exactly. I think it was something like that. So yeah, even my mentor, I showed it to him. He's like, yeah, you know what? Just come in volunteer. You're not even, and you'll, we'll still give you some hours at the very least. No, but that's dope though. You, 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 you still got the experience. You saved some cash, but it's not just about the cash. You still went and, and you were able to help some of those, some of those younger students, right? And I was able, and, and, and some, and there were kids from the inner cities that were coming into those, uh, those camps. So I got to work with those kids and I don't know what their home life is, is like, but they were able to have fun with us. So that was cool. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Being a trainer at the gym now, is there anyone else? Obviously your bro is still your mentor. Is there anyone else who's mentored you a little bit, maybe taught you some new skills, something that you're learning from? And how has that transition been, bringing all that knowledge that you have from college coming over? Well, another mentor is the guy that's talking to me right now, so. Me? Yeah. Who else is talking to me? How so? Well, every time I had a question in the beginning, I'm like, okay, what did you face with when you were in this situation? Because when I first started out, I'll get to your your answer to the uh, second question a little bit. Uh-huh. But you were at, because in the beginning, I wasn't getting paid very much. Uh, broke I, college student to a broke trainer. I've been there, bro. <laughs> I am. I went from being a broke-ass college student to now I'm a broke-ass trainer. <laughs> so I remember talking to you about that. You're like, yeah, he, just write it out. I can just like write it out, but you gotta market yourself, like really put in the hours into marketing. So, and it paid off later on, you know, later on it started getting better until all of this happened, obviously, right? But it was a very rewarding, it's a very rewarding job. It's a, and I'm really happy that, that I was able, to, that I'm blessed to be in this profession, honestly. I cannot wait to go back. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear it, bro. Well, she said bye, Joe. Oh, bye, Anna. <laughs> That's what's up. So yeah, we, we had some. So yeah, like you you've helped me along the way. You told me it's like you told me it's like when when it comes to teaching the class, I remember the first time I taught a class, I was like, oh shit, how am I gonna do this? You're the one that taught me how to do the uh, the cool down and the printed the the athletic warm up. I already knew the athletic warm up, but you were like, no, I'm gonna take care. Let me show you the cool down. Got you, big dog. You were, anytime I had a question, you had it right there. So it was really cool. So yes, you are a mentor. And, and Junior will tell you the same thing. Mm. I appreciate that, Mondo. Thank you, bro. I didn't expect that. So yeah, that was, that was a cool one. Um, Thank you, bro. Questions that I had. All right, so this is what you're going to do here. This is how you, this is how you, this is the process. This is how you cool down. This is, okay, this dude has it like, this dude has it burning to a synapse. I've been doing it for seven years now. I, I would sure hope I could help somebody. <laughs> All right, like put some, it's just, it really puts into perspective just like uh, how much you, 
how much you you grow through all those years, right? Because I was there when you first started, man. It was uh, we'll go, we'll we'll talk about that in. That's that's a story for another time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was but everything that I talked about, like I was like, dude, how the how the hell you survive getting paid this? And he's like, and he he would just tell me, just keep just keep your eyes keep your eyes forward. So that was a good one. So I, I don't know, man. Mentor, mentorship is important, man, because I feel there's there's always someone that knows more than us. You can always you can always learn something, bro. Always. Always. You're always gonna learn something. It's like no matter how much experience you got, you always learn something. It's like another another mentor of ours is Rob Osorio. Oh, big Rob, Coach Rob. Grand, the grandmaster himself. So I Grandmaster Rob, because he's teaching all of us how to box, and this guy right here is a professional boxer now. Professional. I, I've had one amateur fight, bro. Let's not get carried away, and I lost by decision. So, Sugar. Let's, not, let's not get carried away here. But he did. He did teach me these hands, baby. You don't want to see these. <laughs> I can't see them. They're, they're so fast. I know. That's what I'm saying, bro. Anyways, big, uh, big, big coach Rob, Rob Osario. Job, Sugar. He's, a, he's another one of your mentors? Another one of my mentors, man. He's showing me. Because honestly, when I started training, I, I did not expect to get into the uh, boxing aspect because I didn't really know anything about boxing. Neither did I. I yeah, so it's like the next thing I know, all of a sudden I'm catching kids and I'm showing them how to do a, to a hook. I'm showing them how to, how to rotate, showing them how to do the boxing position. I'm like, and I sit back and I'm like, when the hell did I learn how to do this? <laughs> like, it's still crazy to me, honestly. It's still crazy. Robin and all your practice. Okay. Yes. You got it's you enjoy it once you start getting it too. So I think I don't know, man. Mentorship is a big topic for me, man. I think uh so yeah, coach uh Coach Fasoda is a, a major impact on has a major impact on my life. And he still continues to. Um of course my brother. He's well We'll get into more stories with him later on. Gio. Because he, because I remember when uh, we were talking about, getting, and I told him, I was like, you know what? I think I want to do this training thing. He, like, he was like, he was like, a, you should have seen the smile on his face. Like, yeah. And I was like, boom. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I told him, I'll be a trainer, but I want to do it on, I want to follow my own path to it. That's good that you respected that, bro. He respected that. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't want you to just do what I do. I want to see what you learn. I want to see who taught you. I want to see what you learn from your mentors from school. Like, go ahead and train in different spots. So what I did was I would, I would train my friends or I would train, I would volunteer in the classes, the activity classes that we did. Mm -hmm. I would do different styles of training. I would see how the different trainers over at the, uh, Mashouf Wellness Center time, and I would adopt some of the things, and then I would show them different methods. And and I've applied it to when I whenever I do a class or whenever I'm with a client, I show them how to do it. So you're well rounded. That's good. You've seen you've seen a lot of different things. Bring bring a lot of different things to the table. Well, that's another thing. And honestly, this is also something that you told me some years ago too. You said don't get used to one style of training. Because if you're training this the way that you do, eventually you're not gonna you're not gonna really grow. You wanna you wanna see what other styles are out there. And that what ends up happening. 
you end up finding the functional pattern style. Yep, that's how I do it. So it's it's become FP. So you know that's another thing that we have to we have to we have to keep in mind is that it's always evolving, right? Like we got to adapt. Adapt session, baby. That's the name of the game. Adapt. We got to keep growing when when there's opportunities. That's the reason why this thing is always changing. It's like when I came back to the gym in 2012, the major gyms like City Sports and 24, you weren't you weren't gonna find kettlebells in there. I know they didn't have them back then, huh? They didn't have them back then. So now, now you're starting to see them more, and that's that's a, a testament to the evolution of of the gym. Absolutely. absolutely agree, bro. Absolutely agree. Mentorship is extremely important with mentorship. If you get the right mentors, they can expand your horizons, literally get you to look at things. Um, be open-minded, be open to new information, learn more. And that's what mentorship is about. And, and now, like I said, you're helping younger kids come up and that's why you've adapted that, that, that mindset from your experiences and the help of your mentors. I mean, with that, that's what's gonna help us grow in this field. So that's why mentorship was su such an awesome topic. Absolutely. For this. And then you see the kids in the uh, boxing classes. So that's yeah. I relate to them too, because they, some of them are gonna go off to college and they're, they're asking me, it's like, hey, Mondo, what was, what was this like? How did you approach this? How did you? So it's one of those things where I always tell them, um, <laughs> We didn't say this part earlier, but uh, it's really true. My English teacher, she when we first got into the university level composition, first thing she said before she introduced herself, before she did anything, she gave us a round of applause. And all of us are like, why? Because you guys made it to the university level composition. Look around you, how many people that you started with are still here? So all of us stay quiet. So all of us stay quiet. Then she says, the truth is, higher education, everyone can do it, but it's not for everyone. And the reason why she says, and, and this is not to demean anyone, but what she says is, the truth is, and it's not even about the, the curriculum itself, but college is a mind fuck. Those are her exact words. And what she meant by that is... I believe it, bro. And honestly, and, and going through all those years, man, and, and really looking back on it, it's like, man, college really fucked my head. <laughs> like, you, like you, you're so scarred by some of the things that you do. And it's very stressful. It could be stressful. Yeah, finals are like, fuck finals. Man. And some of my friends, they're going to be watching this from college. They're going to, they're going to, they're laughing right now at what I'm saying. Because <laughs> they're going to agree with me. Like once yeah, experiences, it's a and it's and it really is funny because like, damn, it, like they, it could suck, bro. It could really suck. Hey, bro, put that behind you. You made it through. Look where you're at now. You made it. I know. I'm still scarred now. So whenever I have like a like, like I hear exams, like what? Like I, like I still have like that PTSD, you know. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I I think you're good, Brody. I think you're good. You're, 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 on, you're, you're on to the next phase of your life, and you're going to use those experiences to help you be a better trainer. Um, you know what, bro? I think uh, 
unless you got something else you want to add, I think we're out of time, big dog. I just want to say to all the people, man, like especially the ones mentoring, just keep keep moving forward, especially and to those who are affected by the uh, by the pandemic. I know it seems like you have every reason to quit, every reason to just take your foot out the uh, pedal. Don't do that. Just keep going forward. These are the moments where you shine. So keep. So it's a challenge and it sucks. But don't let it impede your your uh, progress. Just keep going forward, you guys. Wise words, Mondo. Joe and Mondo, adapt session. See you guys next time. Take care.